Best Boys, a film podcast, an amateur film study podcast for the average Joe, the buffest buffs, and the cringest bingers. I'm your host, JP, and I'm joined by my brother, professional Hollywood videographer. Worry with a story, and we're here for the Oscars, baby. The, uh, the Oscar the Grouch, out. more like it. Yeah. What's, I'm grouchy uh, today. What? Well, did you not like any of these? Are these all grouchy, grouchy today. Honestly, um, <laughs> all the movies sucked. <laughs> honestly, I mean, I feel like we watched a lot of the good ones. I'm not gonna lie, um, but these yeah. are some good ones. There's some, there's some, there's some good stuff. But I feel like we maybe have already watched the heat on this on the list. Yeah, it maybe got left over with the mid. I there's one movie in particular I was extremely excited to watch though out of all these. So we will. Um, get to that. Well, we'll, I'll let you know which one that was. Um, but so yeah, we, this is actually a unique thing. Um, this is one of the few times in my life where I've actually seen most of the Oscar films for at least, at least best picture, um, before the season came around. I mean, I still had to watch three, you had to watch four. Um, but, um, still pretty good, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. So we had, yeah, yeah, what about you? This is the first year I've seen more than like one or two uh, of the nominated movies uh, in a long time, I feel like. Uh, It was very nice because it's it's so nice to just have a list of just like the cream of the crop um, because you're not going to be like disappointed for the most, well, not disappointed, but you're you're in for something unique or the very least good. It should be decent. Um, it should be decent. There, there is yeah. the trope of Oscar bait, like the kind of mm-hmm. things. I mean, you can say this about Can also, but like there are certain things that do well in certain critical arenas. Um, uh, and the Oscars definitely has its uh, thing. I think. There's a couple examples. Uh, one that we've already done. I think Belfast is a gr- is a great example of Oscar bait. Still, still a solid movie, but kind of has some of those well, tropes. Um, yeah, a lot of early uh, previews for King Richard were calling it Oscar bait before it came out too. Yeah, um, I even seen Draw My Car described as Oscar bait in the terms of like quiet indie foreign film. Um, like there's just like the 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 round like the the trope nominees um you have your mm-hmm. your foreign film and you have your um your your sports bio biopic uh i'm man i keep saying biopic i used to say it that way as a, as a youngster but i, know I still that is, interchange it i interchange way, it too because i feel like that colloquially that's the way people said it when we were kids um like yeah. on tv and stuff like some people would say tomato tomato and then when we got older um, they're like no, every, no, like that's wrong. It's just biopic. That's it. Yeah, I feel like in college, my documentary teacher always said biopic, uh, and then it just stuck with me. Uh, yeah, I don't know where I. I feel like I got it from TV. I had to. Have, that's how I. I feel like most of the way ways that I talked as a kid were were from t- television. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but all right, what should we start with? I kind of didn't, you know, put much of a order together. Um, is there anything in particular? Uh, I feel like maybe we should start with something. Um, the longest, the shortest movie? <laughs> no, um, maybe something I was a little less, I don't know. Let's start with uh, something less hyped. Or do you want to start with something hyped? I guess that is the question. Um, well, I, 
I don't know for for me at least. Coda was the thing I heard the least about. So same, to me, that was same. The least high. That's what I would say. Not to belittle okay. Coda, but that is the one I knew the least about going into it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to start with Coda? Yeah, uh, yeah. All I right, all have right. a lot of on Coda. Okay, so Coda was uh, a pleasant surprise, I would say. Um, honestly, once I read the synopsis and what it was about, I f- expected. Um, you know, sound of metal, kind of um, a realistic look at you know the light, this kind of life, and it is not that it is not, but this movie is very uh, sweet. This movie is very cute, um, very and very very, and I don't think that's bad or anything. It's just not. Uh, it's not a. We've been watching a lot of like serious. Uh, indie dramas and they do have positive things, positive moments, but they're very raw. And I think of like Red Rocket, um, mm. that comes off the top of my head, or um, or something like that. This is kind of reminds me of like Lady Bird. Um, and you haven't seen Lady Bird. We will do it someday for the podcast. Um, but it's very good. It's very sweet. It's but it's got like it's got some humor and fun. It's got some depth. Mm. It's got some you know um, real concepts that are relatable. Um, but it's also, it's, it's definitely sweet at the same time. Um, eighth grade is another one that I think is kind of eighth grade. The way it's shot is much, much, is very, very different, but I think like, Mm. uh, uh, you know, like the con, the concepts and the, like the tone of it, it's fun and sweet, but it's also like serious and, uh, like you're dealing with real ass shit. Um, Mm. Uh, but I don't know. Like po uh, Riss loved it. Let me just say that I watched it with my partner, and she's like, "There's nothing wrong with this movie. This is a perfect movie." Um, and uh, and like I don't really have anything to gripe about it. Really, it's it was so. The concept is, is Coda is an acronym for a child, um, a child of deaf adult. I think is what it is. Um, one of us should double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And the, uh, so it, it revolves around our main character and her family. And she's the only one who can speak, uh, and, and hear of the, um, of the family. So she does a lot of the interpreting for them and, and she's a senior in high school and, uh, she has her own aspirations and dreams, but the family is kind of rely is at a point in her life where the family really needs to rely on her. They're starting their own business and whatnot. And, uh, and yeah, that's kind of where it goes from there. Um, what did you think about Coda? This, uh, we know we talked about doing the Spielberg episode of just like the feel goodness of, uh, of a movie and how refreshing it yes, was. Yes. Uh, yes. That's exactly how I felt coming out of this. This was exactly, I need after all the, because I watched four movies this week, uh, this was a much needed slot into the, into the rest of them. Uh, yeah. It was, was very like, easy. It was very easy to watch. <laughs> Uh, and get yeah, into, it's very feel good um, kind of crying, like like emotional moments. Yes, it's not very like, feel uh, good. Despair, sadness, parts of it. Um, and I just had such a great time with this. I I I, it, it, I, I felt in the midway point that it it was becoming uh, like you kind of figure out what it's gonna be. It's and, a little and, trope. And it's got some trope. Yeah, yeah. It's very like that's coming what of was, age, uh, leaning into teen say. trope movie. Yeah. <clears throat> But uh, I, 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 the the movie is um, on Google. It says it's a drama slash musical, 
but I, I so I was going, I was like, oh, this is supposed to be the musical. But yeah, if there's not enough of it, I would say to classify it as that because it's mostly it's just all like, like in, real singing. It's not real. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah, there are the several songs. She does so like it mm. is very music is a part of the movie for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, and I really appreciated that as somebody who was I, I we both went through um, chorus and stuff in school um especially me i was real into that um and and this of course was uh, this choir director is much different than uh anyone that i've ever had uh, he's a little over yeah. the top um but I, I really did like it it's like it's super sweet and you kind of just take it for what it is but it has a little edge the movie's like a lot hornier than i expected um like uh, a lot of horning going on and and but not for my main not anything involving our main character um, yeah, which is the nice. Parents, the parents so and the brother and the her friend and um, just stuff like that. Um, it's really sweet. It's really fun. Um, it's it's a definitely something to watch with a a partner. I like I said, I could see teenagers uh, being into this. Um, teen uh, girls especially. Um, but it, it it's it's really it was an easy watch. The length is nice. Doesn't drag really at all. Um. There are like, like I said, there's once you kind of know where it's going. Oh, she's gonna, you know, at the last minute decide to do the 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 college, the music school tryout and, and whatever. And like I knew that she was gonna leave on the day that they were gonna have that boat inspection and like stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like it's very predictable, and I think that's what, um, I, like I think that's the only thing I can say to really. Um, take away from it is it kind of does feel yeah. like a deeper version of a like a like a ABC family Fox family whatever ABC family kind of like after school teen special does that make sense yeah no that's exactly the uh, the vibes I was going to say earlier but I like didn't know how to say it without trying without like sounding like I'm trying to discredit yeah because it's not movies. it's really good it, it is like it, the yeah, best it, version of that you could probably do yeah and I think because it is done so well this way and it's in, in having the dynamic of the, the, um, the, the, the Dakota situation with the deaf family, uh, creates a way deeper, uh, investment into the family as the characters and like the family as a whole, as a character development. Um, it, 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 it uh, it's just, it's just so, it's so good at doing this, but I, I think that is my as well. Only critique is, is just the the you knew what was going to happen the entire way from uh, that the movie was going. It hit on. some like beats, story familiar seen. beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen this story told in a, in a number of different ways. Uh, but the concept is what's fresh. What the the yes. subject matter is really fresh, and uh, like I could see them putting this like showing this movie in schools to kids, mm. uh, to like teenagers, whatever. Like I could totally see this being a movie that we watched in class. Um, cause it's like good, but it's sweet. Um, and, uh, yeah, very hopeful and positive. Um, yeah. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I really don't have a whole ton to say about it other than that. I really, I liked it. I think that anyone should check it out. Um, cause it's like really a wide, it really casts a wide net, um, mm. of, uh, of, I think the, it being, it's really, really accessible is what I would say. Mm. 
Yeah, and in the with the length being an hour and fifty one minutes, it's it really I would say is an hour and a half movie that is just extended, but from the extra breathing room you get to, to the be songs. able to read, to keep up with well for the songs and also to keep up with the sign language subtitles. That's true. That's, that's yeah, that's true. Um, 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 and that, well, it's nice that, though because like Sound of Metal, the, like once you get into the sound language, the, the sign language portions, and you're relying on the subtitles, it's like all, almost the whole movie from that point. But whereas this, it kind of goes in and out of it, where you get little breaks, yeah. um, which I really thought was nice. Not that I, I think Sound of Metal is important that it does what it does, but this is just you know a nice thing that keeps you interested because it's fresh. Mm -hmm. Things are fresh, uh, and all the scenes. Um, I'm interested. I was really interested in the fisherman storyline and the business and the boat. Um, I thought yeah, I was pretty. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Um, and uh, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I almost kind of wish I, I we could see more of just like the what was going on with the business post, um, just because it was in everything worked out in the end ending. Yeah, that um, that that's true. It kind of just like she went to school and then everyone got what they wanted. Yeah, so it would have been kind of cool to just see if there was like what by by you know sending her off to Berkeley, what kind of consequence or what or what have you or difficulties came up around. But I mean, it's just. At the same time, it's like that takes away from how this is a feel good thing. And, and the ending is just so sweet. Like I watched it with Kylie and she cried three times throughout the movie. Yeah, Riz cried a bunch just too. Now, just like sweet. And everybody's just like, like no one's the bad guy in this movie. Everyone ha is, is justified in their feelings. And it's just, uh, uh, and everyone just loves each other so much, but doesn't want to like, like the mom doesn't want to let go. And the dad doesn't want to get in the way. And the brother feels underutilized because of, uh, she everyone's reliance on her being able to hear and speak um so apparent, uh, apparently yeah. this is an english language remake of a french language film la uh famille bellier and i don't know how to, i definitely didn't pronounce that right but uh that was interesting because i noticed there was french in the opening title thing and um and Riss pointed out she's like is this a french film and i was like i don't think so and uh, um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, the director is Sean Heater, um, who is, I believe, French as well. Um, no, wait, no, she's born in Massachusetts, and so, but she is the writer and director of the film. She went to Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh. Wow. Um, wow. But yeah, that's interesting. I wanted to talk about the cast because there's nobody. I really recognize from anything. Um, the I think the choir director I'm, is familiar to me, but I don't really know what I know him from. Um, but yeah, what did what did you think about the cast? I love the choir director. I love how over the top he is. It's one of the what, things that, like, at first, like the very first scene with him, it, I was like, uh, oh, it's one of these kind of movies. But then he's immediately by the second scene with him, he's. Uh, um, like he's, I think he's funny. He's fun. He's very passionate, uh, and I love the dynamic that he creates with uh, um, Ruby and uh, what's his name, Miles, uh, during the rehearsals and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, a little weird that she goes to his house, but uh, for private lessons after school. But oh no, I think it makes uh, I think it makes I, sense because I, I guess they could do it. They would probably that. do it at the school. Um, yeah, because Kylie pointed that out. She was like, "There, she's like, there are definitely rules because her brother's fiance is a teacher. She's like, there's rules about being able to interact with students outside of class uh, hours. 
Um, yeah, I don't I, know. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that you're probably right. Um, the lead, Amelia Jones, is really good. Who plays Ruby? Um, yeah. she really reminds me of uh, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I kept thinking that she just looked a shorter, younger uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, just the way she like smiles yeah. and the way her voice sounds. Yeah, uh, I kept thinking that she was a mix of um, like when she had her hair up with the little bang with the bangs on the side. I thought she looked. She reminded me of uh, that that um, actress uh, mixed with Zoe Deschanel's voice and Brie Larson, specifically in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Like kind of like uh, I can see look. a little bit of that too. She definitely has a very familiar looking face. Yeah, um, yeah I feel that, like I've seen her in a million things. That's what I felt like too. Um, but uh, yeah, she was very good. Um, but yeah, it's like, like I said, not a whole lot to say about this. It's it's really solid, um, really well uh, put together film. Um, I don't know. I'm ready to score it. We got a lot of films to talk about. If you want to throw this one down the. Real. I was right. real quick on the cast because I always have uh, uh, when you're doing any kind of high school movie. How did you feel about our 20 year olds playing seniors in high school? Because this one worked for me. I thought like it felt age. Yeah, she legal. looked she looked and the I, right age after watching Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks uh, like a senior in high school, and like yes. some of the other ones <laughs> look maybe looked a little bit older, like the boy. But it was fine. Mm-hmm. They're all awkward. They were really aw- everyone was real. They captured the awkwardness really well, and that's what kind of reminded me of yeah. eighth grade. I think. Um, is mm. how awkward everybody is, even in high school. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, though, great movie, great cast. There's, like you said, the the I would say the breakout star of the movie is the dad, um, for sure. He's hilarious, and with everything he does, he does he gives so much. Yeah, awesome the dad is really funny. Facial the... facial deliveries with his uh, sign language. Yeah, he's very good, um, and it, it sells uh, real well. The mom actually, Kylie pointed out. Uh, we've seen her on a couple Law and Order episodes, SVU, um, and it was like a no way kind of moment because uh, is she um, deaf on that too? That. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's a person who like assists people with suicide uh, in the show, uh, who like don't want to live. Yeah, Riss uh, said yeah, that but... the the brother and the dad are from something she's seen before as well, um, and they're obviously they're they're deaf in real life. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I don't know. That's pretty cool. And they, everyone, everyone was really good. The whole family was excellent. Um, it's just a a good old, uh, good old thing. Good old thing. Fa- I would say it's a family movie if it wasn't so horny. That's what I'm always trying to say. Oh, this is a family movie. It's a movie for the whole yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. It just there's a there's it's a little too horny for that. High school, middle school, and up. I would say. Though. Yeah, I would say yeah. middle school and up. Uh, is definitely a, it'd be a good movie for them to see. Um, do you think this is better than eighth grade, or do you think eighth grade? No, 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 no. I think eighth grade's better. Um, yeah. it, I think I think this is more wholesome, and this is more like if I'm trying to feel good, I feel like than eighth you see, grade. It's more, yeah, it's got a it's more, it's more stylized. Eighth grade's trying to be more real, I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's a little Disney Channel, a little Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. That is definitely uh, the the feel, kind of the feel of it. Um, but what, all right, what am I giving it? I am giving it a three and a half out of five. Okay, all right. I was sitting around uh, initially a four, which is the drawback being just the story's been done before, like the the broad story, not the um, not the the specific story. But mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, I just it's really it's a really easy watch. It's a fun watch. Honestly, I could, I could, I could just I, 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 I wavered. On, on TV. 
Um, yeah, sorry. I wavered yeah, no, between I get the it, two. Though. Um, uh, I get it, though. Because it isn't anything groundbreaking other than the the new the subject matter yeah which is they've done they do it so perfectly um which is true i have no beef with anyone who's loved who loves this movie uh none at all um and i really liked it i really enjoyed it but uh all right so let's do next let's talk about i would like to talk about king richard that's all right with you. Uh, King Richard. I've been singing King Wizard by Kid Cudi the entire time during the movie, but replacing it with Richard. So, yeah, um, the wild. So let me just tell you a couple of things about this movie. I absolutely slept on it. I saw yeah. sports biopic starring Will Smith in the year 2021, 22, whenever this came out. I, I was like, this is not going to be good. Um, like the the Will Smith isn't he's fine like he's not like he's irrelevant or anything but he's 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 definitely shown himself to be quite fallible um acting wise mm-hmm. and just the roles that he chooses and, and then he gets offered at this stage in his career you know uh, he still gets big movies and he's still a draw um and I think that's this shows in this but honestly his performance fantastic in this film yeah excellent hands down and like they show you clips of of the you know mr william richard williams uh at the end of the movie and stuff but i want i was i watched some things um because i was so into the movie i stopped and just youtubed some interviews and stuff because i wanted to get a feel for this guy's like how he was like because of how um involved not over the top but how um uh, idiosyncratic. I don't know. Uh, attention, the attention to detail that Will's performance has here, and he nails this guy's mannerisms uh, really well. And he's like at uh, the right age to be playing um, Richard Williams when he's ha- you know when the kids are young, when the girls are young. Um, and uh, yeah, this film was really good. I feel like I get bored with sports movies because they kind of are really tropey and. Uh, this I was super interested in this story. It's a really good story. It's a really fascinating way that this guy works and uh, kind of went about his life. And um, you know, the more you, you you read into it, the more interesting it is uh, that the life that the Venus and Serena had, and uh, and like what turned forged them into the the dominant champions that they are, um, and how they all kind of it was all planned out, you know, ahead of time and whatnot. Mm. Um, yeah, super super big sleeper for me, and pleasantly surprised. Not you know not perfect or anything, but for a sports biopic, um, it really hit a lot of. A lot of good points for me. What about you? Uh, this is uh, phenomenal. I, 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 when I first saw the Oscar, uh, Oscar bait stuff uh, before it came out, I was, I, I, I immediately was just like, oh, okay, this is, I'm probably not going to be in this or whatever. It's just going to be like a, what, what you would think to be a stereotypical like Oscar movie. Um, I, I don't man, know. I was thinking oh like man. Invincible or like those kind of movies, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, or like Concussion or something. Like, I mean, Concussion's a little bit different, but I mean, like a, a something hopeful about a sports person. Yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. growing up, you know, like that that how they're how they you know, uh, I don't know, made the name for themselves. Mm. The uh, but yeah, this was so so good. This is probably the, my favorite sports uh, biopic I've seen. 
I'm just gonna say it, leave it there because I'm trying until I remember when I've seen. That's what I keep there. feeling like. I was like, I keep I, I I think of the ones that I don't like, like Invincible. Um, but uh, I didn't mind Invincible, but it, it's not it's terrible. Nothing. But this yeah. is a whole nother level of movie. Not that this is like perfect either, but um, it it is, and I think it does fall into some trope uh, issues in the ending sequence. Not sequence, but the ending, you know, act maybe. Um, and it's hard to tell somebody's life. You know, they're choosing to tell this, you know, one 10 year period of their lives. And uh, it's still, yeah, and it's still a lot. It's still a lot to yeah. fit into a movie. And they're covering one and a half girls, technically, because they like obviously stopped. Yeah, they focus. Well, and I think that's what Venus is who came night. on first, is what happened. Yeah. So, like, it, it, at this period in their life, it was more about, I guess. It, Venus was going because she was a little one year older, so she was going to go mm-hmm. in first, and then Serena after. Um, Leah learned a lot of you know went through the Wikipedia's for them and uh whatnot, and it's just a really fascinating story, and it's a really easy watch. Like I just was like, wow, this mm. is super easy. I'm super interested. Um, it's beautiful. Like it's it's really bright and uh colorful and everything looks really nice um the the way that the the stuff in the early 90s looks really 90s and um and even by the end of the film when we're in the later 90s like you can kind of tell the people are dressed a little differently um and it feels like and that's when we were growing up you know we there are the those girls are what 10 years older than we are um yeah and uh at least me and so I saw it like in the way they were dressed and stuff. It just, it definitely hit some. And then when they were in Florida, like it just hit some, some memories for me. And I thought, um, it was really done well. It was, and I, I got a little emotional at times in this movie and, and we, we did sports growing up and we had a dad that pushed us a lot. And it was interesting to see, you know, this guy's way, you know, his process and, and the way he did it, it was much more positive. It was just as structured and rigorous, but it was there's a lot um, of positivity involved um, and a positivity about it, which I think is interesting. I mean, eventually it starts to wear thin and whatnot, but at first it's it's in a place of love and and uh, and just wanting to make uh, want everything best that's best for their kids and whatnot and mm-hmm. uh, the mom too. The mom is a really she gives a really excellent performance as well. Um, oh man and uh yeah, the, she might have been my actually with, my favorite the scenes with her coach and serena when venus is getting the big head coach are so good uh the when they have their their little uh, they're like fighting the kitchen when they've moved into florida the phenomenal scene she's uh i think she's on the same level as will in this movie uh as far as like character uh performance oh uh, yeah i would say so, so. she's really good they they balance each other out so well with like, it feels like a real, like uh, a husband and wife, like a real parent and team. Um, but I, what I was going to say uh, to the Will Smith casting that you had mentioned in the beginning was um, I did, uh, before we watched this movie, I like, was watching a couple things on Will Smith, just talking about how his, uh, uh, you know, his career path. And apparently I guess he used to be super choosy and very extremely picky with what roles he would take up until the point where uh, his kids started getting old enough. And then it became more making movies for slash with the kids um but it seems like with this he's getting more back into like when he was doing like ollie and um but the other like like pursuit of happiness stuff like that like those like big um dramas uh, like indie like not indie but yeah like big dramas 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't know. He also made shit like Hancock and stuff around those times. So it's not like it's all yeah. good. Um, but well, uh, one for the paycheck, one for the one for the 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 rep for the Oscars to um, get to get the yeah, yeah the, the rep the Oscars, um yeah but it's yeah. just a it's a solid movie I liked um John Bernthal was uh in this movie oh as, great and Man. I finally got to see him as somebody that wasn't Real. a tough guy. And, yes, uh, I was about to say that. It was so refreshing seeing him not be like the Punisher or a Punisher esque clone. Or just like guy, any, right? I always think it's Shane from The Walking Dead, and it's just he's always badass, tough guy. And uh, uh, I'm just, it was he was very good in this as well. Um, he, he's I liked his performance and whatnot. I didn't look too much into his the character or uh, the person he's actually based on. Um, but yeah, I really liked him. Um, what did you think? the The movie is long; it's two and a half hours long, but you kind of don't feel it because I think a lot of the length gets put into the the. It's like an extended ending with how long the mm-hmm. tournament, like the her first tournament goes, pro tournament at the end. Um, yeah, yeah. So like that's like so like the when the movie feels like it's kind of about to be ending, this like tournament thing starts and that kind of carries you through the end of the film. Um. I think that the ending is the weakest part of it. Um, like I know they have to like show some sports or whatnot. Um, and, but even like all the way back into with the, the friction between John uh, Rick and Richard, uh, John Bernthal, mm-hmm. Will Smith, and the friction between Richard and Oracine, um, the mom and the dad. Um, mm-hmm. Just like that stuff was starting to like. It, I don't know. He's like, it, like years have passed and just all the, they start start talking about his former kids. He starts dumping some information on us. And then we just move on. To, all of a sudden he's just like, okay, fine. We're going to do it. And they, they, mm-hmm. they compete and it's, you know, and then like, I looked into the, the final match about like her, the, the 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 number one uh tennis player forgot her name Vicario taking a long bathroom break to ice her and all yeah, that stuff and icing a fourteen year old it's it's just yeah. a little strange and um I don't know it was weird and I know they were using they're kind of trying to use the real events and making it dramatic and trying to like pick the right points to to make this finale but it kind of mm-hmm. felt. And like this was her coming out party, so I get why they chose it, but I don't know. It, it wasn't as good as the first half of the movie, is all I'll say. Yeah, the, overall, my my only big critique, and most of the movie with the sports stuff specifically, I had moments where I like sat up and was like, "Yes!" Like, I, like really excited about like uh, all the like good points of progress that are happening in the movie and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, the uh, my only real drawback and main criticism of the movie is the way they shot the tennis matches. I felt was a little um, less exciting. Like it, it didn't make it feel as tense as it as it could have been for what the state like uh, for every time like the stakes were going. It, it felt like there were longer shots or it wasn't cutting into like you should, I feel like if a, you see something like sports wise, you have a lot more like close ups with the high shutter speed moving back and forth to really accentuate like the speed and the movement of this. I this like that the, the wide sh- it had wider shots. shots. Uh, I actually like that watching them play. I um, feel like if it would have been like I, cut, cut up close action shots, like an action movie, I would mm-hmm. it would have been harder to follow the actual game as a sport. And I think they were trying to show how the sport looks and is played more than like make yeah. it a exciting action. And I actually appreciated that. I think just like a little bit faster cutting just 
to to make it go a little like um feel just not even to um just for like the visual sake just to add to the tension in the scene um, but yeah, like, I do appreciate the wise being you caught because the girls are all playing tennis for real. Yeah, let's uh, say all the actresses the are playing for real, um, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, um, yeah, the uh, but that's that's my main only critique of this because it's it looks so beautiful. I love the 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 girls that are casted look I like so close to the real girls. I don't think they really look like them, but I think they're fine. Um, I don't think it bothered me in any way. Um, I, they're good. I they're Venus good actresses. Looked, looked a lot like Venus for the the kid version of like the very the youngest version of. Uh, no, honestly, the, uh, when honestly, I was watching the movie for so long, and at the end, I went to find well, that match, Vicario and uh, Venus, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, they don't. She doesn't look anything like. That. <laughs> I was like, I forgot that she looks different. Yeah, um, and she doesn't look yeah, anything the, like um, she does now. Like she was very uh, skinnier, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, um yeah, I don't know. My issues with it is tropey. It's a bit tropey. Um it's uh the ending stuff feels weird like what how they did it. I don't know. I can't really articulate why, but it just didn't hit for me. Um but I loved loved like seeing them come up um and just all the like the little things they did and the dad's like plan and and all that stuff. And just seeing them come up from nothing. That the rise was much more interesting to me than the climax, I guess. Uh, yeah but... it, it, what's interesting about that is um because kylie told me uh cause she she read into their the dad's story and everything after and i guess the dad um by the time that they were uh like right before they started doing the juniors match and stuff i guess the dad was uh, richard was making good money with his security company and he had like 50 employees and stuff but chose to just keep the kids in compton to like keep the humbled upbringing and stuff um just like to keep everything sticking to the plan like the 78 page pamphlet that which a brochure which is real i guess as well it is also insane to me um like this man just like he had a plan and did every little thing to it to just like make it happen and it worked and that's the nuts that's the most nuts part about this whole story is like it's like one of the things you would think would be made up would be something like that but it's like that's the whole skeleton of 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 the 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 bigger picture and it's nuts. Oh, and I feel like once you learn more about him and you, you don't get a lot of it, his past other than, you know, he has a bunch of, he has a ton of kids mm-hmm. that, um, he doesn't see. Um, but I mean, it seems like he made mistakes in his past and like, this was like, he'd learned from them and he really mm-hmm. tried to think hard and apply what he learned, um, and try to do it right with, um, the rest of the, you know, the, this family. And he did, obviously he did, um and uh and now he's got you know money and and things to show for that um you do you think that he's a bad dad oh and i asked that i asked that because the he the the uh, what i got from this the whole purpose for venus and serena existing was him to to have like to create something successful for 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 his family stuff so it's like is that you know, like you didn't have like those kids weren't just like, oh, they're already good at tennis. It's like, oh, we can make some about it. They were like literally born and bred to be tennis players from the get go. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's it's. Is that like? I mean, I but he, but he also like built a lot for them. You know, like he made sure. Yeah, they had, there's so many good dad like, moments. Yeah, well, like he he put them first at the end of the day. Like he's like, it's mm-hmm. all about them having fun. It's all about what they want. It's about you know, as long as they're getting good grades and they're enjoying themselves and they're. 
you know, doing these other, their other things that they want to do. Being kids, he kept saying that. Like, he stopped them from competing how many times because he wanted yeah. them to be kids. Obviously, I don't think he's perfect. Um, but, compare. I mean, the movie really wanted to compare him to the kind of parents that put down their kids when they don't have good performances in sports and that he was not yeah. that kind of dad. Um, and, uh, like, to try to differentiate that. And I can totally yeah. appreciate that. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, like I said, it's still really structured and very militant life um but you know the it, everyone you know had something to show for it and um and i think uh i think at a certain point it was like all right you're taking advantage of this shit it's all about you like the movie did point that out and then you mm-hmm. know then they competed and whatnot obviously it's the movie's probably uh, smashing together a lot of things and and cherry picking things and and whatnot, mm. but it, it's it's super interesting, super interesting story, Pr- surprisingly good film. Um, what are you giving King Richard? I think we're we're ready to move on to the next one. Um, before I say that, I will just say this this movie did such a good job in teaching me about like the Williams as a family and upbringing and everything and wanting me to like pay attention to it more, which I think is a great meaning it accomplished what it set out to do. Um, I, yeah, I had a great time with this and I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to give it a four and a half. Whoa. Whoa. I'm giving it a three and a half on the set. You think this is on the same part as Coda? Yes, absolutely. I think Coda is good, but in tropey. And I think this was good in tropey, but, um, they're definitely good. Um, uh, yeah, I, I wavered like this between three and a half and a four, but I think I suck on three and a half. But that's, you know, that's a seven, baby. Seven out of ten, three and a half, whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. it's a thing. Um, now it's time for the big boy. Well, well I think let's do, let's save our biggest boy for last because that's the one I think we're going to want to oh, talk about right. the most. Let's yeah. so yeah. let's talk about one that both of us seem to agree shouldn't have been nominated for an Oscar, and that is Adam McKay's "Don't Look Up," starring um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill, um, and uh, what's Meryl her name? Streep. Meryl Streep uh-huh. and many oh. Uh, uh, Paul Modib, uh, Tyler Perry, Paul Modib, Timothy Chalamet is in the movie. Oh, that Paul Modib. I'm thinking of Kyle MacLachlan. I was Jesus. like, Kyle MacLachlan was not in this movie. You got to update your Modibs. Uh, <laughs> There's only one Modib in my. In my uh, Kate Blanchett, who is great, actually, probably I think the be- the best. Uh, maybe not the best character, but her performance was really good as a Fox News mm-hmm. personality. Um, um, so yeah, I, I mean, there were things that I liked about this. It's a comedy movie about the end of the world and people, you know, won't, um, people are too stupid and ignorant to do anything about the, this obviously, uh, preventable, um, you know, death. And so, yeah, I don't know where to really begin. Um, the movie, I actually did. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Um, I did not. I mean, I honestly would have liked it if it wasn't so long. It's like kind of that's where I'm at with it. Like I did. Uh, I'm. 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 It's meh to me. 
um, because yeah. of its length, really. Um, and I mean, it's corny. It's got some corny stuff. I think the Steve Jobs guy is oh, is corny. His character is yeah. probably the thing I liked least about the movie. Um, super on the nose. Um, a lot of this movie is super on the nose. That is definitely a, a thing I would say um, with what it's trying to do. And you really just substitute the meteor destroying the world with COVID or climate change. I think either of those um, could be swapped in here. Um, it's about it's making fun of people that uh, we as Americans or as even human beings um, are at a point where we are too ignorant to to stop our own demise. Yeah, and I, and I think that it's something uh, that you know, people talk about and like, it's, it's real fun to quip about in like memes or whatever, but I don't, this is like a trying to make a meme two and a half hours long and, and deep. And it's not, it's not. Oh yeah. This is not, I don't think it's deep at all. This is very, I would say this is as surface level as it gets. It's as surface it's level as it gets for sure. The, uh, yeah, I, I didn't like this movie. The more I've, think, I've sat on and think about it, the more I think, think about, the characters and everything. I, I just, I don't think I like this movie very much. And looking through Adam, I always get Todd Phillips and Adam McKay mixed up, but looking through this, this felt like it was trying to do a modern comedy, um, with like less of the ridiculous stuff, but she's still trying to have the silliness. And I don't think it works at all, especially with the runtime, everything, just all the, all the characters and dialogue just feel out of place for for what they're doing jonah hill phoned this performance in uh yeah yeah so bad leo also i think leo tried his best but i think leo is the best thing about the film leo and kate blanchett are probably my two favorite things about the film but it's i for me at least it's not much higher than the rest of the film they i agree that they definitely are the the best two characters of the film but the I got, I if I laughed at anything, it had to do with like that kind of sh- that kind of shit, the Leo stuff. Yeah. I like the this the hottest scientist and hottest. Uh, like all that stupid shit they kept like uh, yeah. coming back to. I don't know why some of it got me. It, silly. it just felt silly, like and not but not funny. It it, uh, it felt like adults trying to make humor for a generation that they don't know or something. Like it felt. Does that make sense? Like it just. I, I don't know. I just felt it felt out of place for me. Um and I uh I lost what I was gonna say after that, but yeah, this is not not his best by far. This shouldn't be an Oscar nom. I don't I know that I'm sound hating on this movie a lot, but then uh I the, the it only the silly the silliness not working only accentuates the length even more for me. And like drive my car being three hours long, I would gladly watch again before and the batman being three hours gladly watch again before watching this uh ever again oh uh, yeah i forgot yeah. kid cuddy and ariana grande are in it yeah like, that was so cringy. honestly that was the worst part that is super cringe that whole thing and they were both bad at acting i know kid cuddy supposedly acts and things but i've i rarely see him be good in anything and i like him yeah. as, a, as a musician um and yeah, all the stuff with the president, like the whole the whole situation with the president stuff and all that. Like I like Meryl Streep and all that stuff, but it all just felt like it just felt like a bunch of dumb people in a room, which I know it's supposed to be, but it just didn't. I don't know, it just didn't work for me at least. 
Um, I think if it would have been two hours, I think I would have, like I said, probably, I think I would have liked it, tolerated it to liked it. Um, mm -hmm. but it, it being two and a half hours is just unacceptable. Um, you don't need the whole, uh, fake paper launch asteroid thing in the, in the middle that where they turn everything around. You could have just skipped straight to, Hey, before we do this. You know, yeah, there's the a whole guy. middle section that could have been cut out. You're right. Yeah, so long. It's just I, I yeah, this is a. I like I don't even really fun. have anything to say. I on I watched it a, like a like a month or so ago, so it's not very fresh in my mind compared to the the other three I watched this week. Um, versus you watched it this week. Um, yeah, yeah we talked about like we've talked about it a few times since then, me and Riss. Uh, mm -hmm. but never anything about the movie, just about hey, remember that long ass dumb movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Remember when uh Jennifer Lawrence's character only existed to be made fun of by everyone in, in, in yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, it didn't. Or, I don't understand her character at all. Her only like bit of comedy that she gets to do is just continually bringing up the fact that a general charged her for free snacks, but it's like not. Oh, yeah, that's it wasn't right. even a thing I picked up on really until they kept mentioning it. No, I, I picked up on it the first time, but it wasn't funny the first time. But then they kept referring to it, and then it kind of got funny, but still was stupid. Yeah, I, it wasn't because she had no other things. They gave her nothing else to like do or work with because they she gets sidelined from the get go as soon as the movie starts. And I don't know if it's supposed to be like making a uh, being a play on like the, the, the women or that men are the ones that get promotions and stuff because like she found the comet, but then they give him the yeah, and then he gets all the fame and all the shit, yeah, and whatever. If that's yeah. one giant comment on that, but then it but it, it doesn't it doesn't get a payoff for Jennifer Lawrence in any way to make it worth all of that shit. She has to go through uh, unless she's just there for comic relief, but it, nothing is funny. If everything's mostly just honestly mean uh, or dumb. And I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> trying to uh, think of anything I liked. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I think I mentioned the, st the stuff I liked. I, the stuff with Kate Blanchett. Honestly, Tyler Perry and K the Kate Blanchett scenes were my favorite things. The Fox News. Yeah. It was trying to be like a mixture of Fox News and CNN, but Kate Blanchett just walks with fly. It reminded me of that, what is that movie with, uh, with Nicole Kidman as the Fox News in people. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but she seemed like she's in that movie. Um, it was perfect. Um, I don't know. It was our, it was uh, almost okay, but just not quite for me. And the length is the big reason why. Um, and his comedies are really hard to do. I feel like uh, I've seen so many com great comedy shows, but I can't remember the last time I saw a good comedy movie. Um, I've been seeing a lot of suggestions from people out there to see that Barb and Barb and Star or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard, I heard that it was it's actually like, good. Yeah, it's that great. it's like people poo pooed like thought it wasn't going to be good because of the way it looked, and it's actually pretty funny. So I do. We've been talking about watching that. But uh, as far as com comedy movies are not in a good state right now, other than the comedy you get in a Marvel movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is just right. like the baseline comedy, like the vague, broad comedy. Uh, I don't get yeah, Because you watch something like Righteous Gemstones, which I, I finally caught up on and, and finished. And it's like, that is nine. Uh, well, they're half hour episodes for most of it, but you got like, oh, yeah, almost like nine hours of content 
that's everything is just so funny. Every yeah, like laughing moment, out loud constantly. It's ridiculous. I'm burying, burying my head in the pillows. That's what I do. I do the same like, thing. Like, oh, yeah, getting so embarrassed for the characters and everything. It's yes. so good. And Especially you look at BJ. Like yeah. Oh, my God. BJ's the best character in that show. Hands uh, down. Keith, is oh. my, Keith is my personal favorite, but BJ's up there. He's in the top it's, few. It's BJ? Because of season two, BJ really blossomed. And then um, Keith's version as the baby is my second favorite. Uh, Keith, ba- yeah, Keith's <laughs> great. Um, Very good. But all right, <laughs> let's score. Don't look up. We obviously don't want to talk about it anymore because we are. Yeah. So what are you? What are you giving this turd? Uh, it's not a turd, I, I, but well, it's not good. I mean, I hope it's not a hot take, but I came out of this with a two. Um, it's not that hot of a take because I gave it a two and a half. All right. I was not, I didn't, it did not make a three and uh, we really tried to talk ourselves into it. I remember if it was a three and we're just like, nope, it's not, Uh, it's not good. It's not a good movie at the end of the day. Yeah. This is a solid four out of 10 and it's, it's just for the, the the Leo K Blanchett and then just the effort that the team put in to just make something. I think there's a lot of likable actors in this and they carry this movie. I think that is the number one thing. Is like I like Joan Hill. I like Kate Blanchett. I like I forget the the guy's name, but he's in a million Netflix shows. The old guy that's with them to the end, the old black guy. I like oh, all yeah. these people. I like Timothy Chalamet. Um, but that's really he, much. It's pretty much what he, Timothy Chalamet's character sucked. Um, by the so way, for, that, that one dimensional and not good. Didn't even need to be in the movie. There was yeah. no point being in the movie he didn't need all. to be in the movie it's character uh, yeah that movie. whole yeah that whole i mean all that could have been cut out entirely uh and like timothy just so timothy Chalamet can just be there to say grace at the final point of the movie that just yeah seems like it didn't make any sense like, did not make any mother effing sense oh, all right man. i don't want to talk about yeah. this anymore it's making yeah. me mad <laughs> <laughs> let's right, talk let's about another movie that made didn't make me mad but it might have made me sad you know why it made me sad? You could because, make cause uh, you could call this uh this uh movie a sob story. <laughs> yep, I love that. When you said when you texted me that, I was like, oh, how did I not think of that? So um yeah, because it's the sob is a big part of the movie. So we are talking about, of course, Drive My Car, uh, a film by Ryosuke Hamaguchi. Uh, and it's based on a short story by uh, the novelist Haruki Murakami, uh, the author. And I've actually been, I've never read anything by Haruki Murakami, but I've been um, um, referred to uh, or suggested some works of his. So this kind of made me even more interested in his work, regardless of how I feel about the movie. Um, But I was also really, really, really excited to watch this movie. Um, This movie I was seeing lauded as the best movie of 2021 a lot and like uh, I've seen that almost as much as I was seeing it about uh, power of the dog and power of the dog blew me away like that I was like uh, so thinking about how I felt about that uh, and people saying the same thing about this is like well then this is going to be fucking awesome right Um, yeah the I have heard so many people of my friends. Uh, I went to a screening with a bunch of my film buddies uh, at my buddy's apartment a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about this stuff, and every single person was just like, drive my car. you got to see it. It's the best movie of the year, best movie of the year. And I got very excited and very hyped. Um, I feel like I haven't seen a, 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 
a Japanese movie that wasn't in, in some form of an anime uh, since the Godzilla movies when we were younger. Um, yeah, we need to change that, by the way. Um, yeah, for sure. We show, we watch a ton of Korean stuff, uh, which I thoroughly enjoy. But I, I definitely... I, there's a whole nother door we need to Yeah, Kurosawa's I've honestly been looking into his stuff lately, not to compare like the one big Japanese director to this other Japanese director, but um I've so I think we should do him soon and just to get our our found a uh, foundation. Um but but yes, I agree. I think that um I know Japanese film is a thing. I know that there are um um great Japanese films and I'm just not, you know, as familiar with it besides uh, Kurosawa, um, and anime mainly, um, you know, Miyazaki and those kinds of things. Um, so I, yes, I was also really excited and, and yeah, yeah, you're right. Like South Korea has really come on the scene, um, in terms of film the last, uh, five years or so. Um, and, uh, so yeah, everyone was lauding this movie. I was excited to see a Japanese film. I was excited to see something based on, um, something by Haruki Murakami. Uh, the, just the hype that this was had for me. Um, and yeah, I may have put it on a little bit of a pedestal that it did not meet, unfortunately, but it's not, uh, but this movie is really, really well put together. Um, this movie is beautiful. This movie is very calming and peaceful. It's very quiet. It's very intimate. Um, but it's also very cold. It's very detached. And it's very dry. Um, and these things, like, I think all these things together um, are what make it so cool. Um, and it's very much a vibe. It's very sunny. It's very colorful and beautiful. As much as it's like our main character has black hair and wears black all the time and gray. Um mm-hmm. And uh, but he's a bright red car from the nineties, um, and that, that's uh, an American car. Wheels on the left side. I don't Saab. I don't think Saab. Well, it's it's yeah. I guess We're not. It's American style. I mean, like because the steering wheels on the left and Japanese drives uh, steering wheels on the right. Do they? Yeah, because I thought it was. I thought they were our way because we helped them during the reconstruction period. But everybody in uh, the whole movie, they're driving on the left side of the road, which means that they would have to have right side car. Oh, I did. I know. I'm like. I think they're driving on the right side of the road. No, is... they, the the specific one I noticed it was one there. He's um, there when he's headed out after the the opening credits when he's heading out to the new residency thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It says steering wheel on the right side. <clears throat> so that was so. It's, uh, it was like another because not only is the car red, it's also um not for the style of what it is so it's like extra pops out and it's unique in all aspects the car is like its own character in this movie it's it feels like uh, especially because of like the whole tape uh, playback stuff um with the line reading and stuff um so that it represents his wife in, in, in a way so the um this movie's structure i think is what is the most um uh, unique about it um the movie opens with a I want to say 40, 41 minute prologue. Um, and, um, and the pace of that prologue is much different than the rest of the film. Um, it is super, super interesting. It's very weird and mysterious. Um, because we're not, we don't get all the information right away and we're just hearing, you know, lines of dialogue from these different plays and stories that, 
um, the wife of the main character has written um, and our lines that he's practicing for play um, and whatnot. Um, and um, it's very dark and it's for, we're only getting these glimpses and it's, there's a lot of sex. This movie's very horny in the first 45 minutes and then it's like very sexless um, no and the rest of it. Um, there's just like no other, like there's not a lot of, of real intimacy between any characters at all, even on the stage. Um, like any, like he's like trying to pull the emotion out of like their, them reading the text and whatnot. Everything is super dry after that. And that juxtaposition, I think kind of fucked with me in a not good way. Um, because I had the expectations from the f- prologue and then once mm. it became a slower pace, e- uh, um, even drier, cause it was detached and cold in the beginning, but it was moving and it was exciting. It was, there was mm. lust and there was, it had an edge and it kind of like becomes this slice of life. It's not even, I don't even know if slice of life is the way I describe it because. I That's how I did just because it, you you spend so much time just on the um like the day-to-day stuff at the like the theater and all the driving and everything it's you're seeing most of this guy's day uh, what it feels like almost every day cuz the whole middle like after you once he gets to that residency it's the next like hour and 15 minutes i feel like of just doing things around uh the play like you go from the casting to just like the line rehearsals the, the tons of line rehearsals the the line rehearsals with him in the car and and it's like uh, meeting you slowly start to to meet more of the characters in it where you have like the um the guy who slept with his wife uh uh first Dick, bar scene yeah Tadakatsuki or, or uh to, yeah. I forgot how to say his fucking name um but yes and then, yeah Koji yeah. is his first name um yeah what's Tarkatsky. that Arlie's name Yusuke right yes Yusuke uh, Kafu, uh Kafuku and uh um yeah Takatsuki it was the uh um the lover of his wife um so his wife like could only write stories when she was having sex and she was having sex with other people besides him and one, she would have sex with the actors that were in her plays that she wrote and um so after she she dies of a cerebral hemorrhage it's just a freak thing and um he the the main character Yusuke uh, casts him in his a play that he's doing for this festival in Hiroshima, and uh, and he's it's like usually the the part that he plays, so it's this, it's kind of weird, uh, and Koji kind of gets creeped out by it. Also, he doesn't want to take the part, but he does because it's the lead. Um, mm. Yeah, that's when the movie really opens up. Is when you get to the casting and they start going through the rehearsals and then he has those little, you know, the, the couple dinners with, or not dinners, but he, he has a dinner with Koji and then he meets him at the bar the one time. Um, but it, it, uh, he has a dinner with, uh, the Korean guy and his wife that does the sign language. Um, yes, that too. There, there's a lot of extended, like, uh, just like meetings and hangouts with people. Um, that's a lot of the runtime of the movie is like, uh, the, the dinner at the, the, you know, the, the casting director, uh, and the, the, uh, actress, the, the sign language actress's house, um, the, the dinner with Koji, um, the driving with, uh, Watery and, um, and then the meeting again with Koji and then like, cause like, I feel like you could really sum up the movie quickly with what it was about, but just a, so much time 
um, it's kind of devoted to a lot of this stuff. Um, we've mo- so, like, so many scenes with him going over the lines in the car and it's kind of like, it's kind of repetitive, but it's also setting the scenes. It's setting the emotions. It's kind of giving you the themes and the, the metaphorical kind of backdrop to the things that are going on, which is really, really cool. Um, sorry, you were going to say something. Uh, uh, shit uh i was gonna say um yeah the the why i think this is a slice of life is because because of all of those long drawn out moments like you the like uh, this is obviously one of the main most long drawn out ones but in the towards the third i don't even know what act is the movie so long but whenever koji and yusuke are in the car ride home after the second dinner and like they're being honest i feel like that's the beginning of the end is that lat the car ride that long a car ride is yeah that is like it's almost I it felt I felt like fifteen minutes, not like uninterrupted conversation. He was just um, looking like into his eyes like too. It's like a long shot yeah. of Koji just staring and, into uh the camera and is like and smiling rarely, and creepy. Yeah. And they rarely cut and when they do cut, it's only to just the slight reaction of Yusuke and then it's right back. And it's like you ha- you are forced to be in Yusuke's perspective and hear all of this shit. Uh, and it's which is very interesting and unique because there's so much moments of, of this that are like that that are just like it's just we're sitting the camera in the room and we're just we're listening to the, how the entire conversation would play out in real life. Uh, which I, I do enjoy because so much of this feels so real and natural uh, in that granted we don't speak Japanese but you get the the inflection um, and, and emotion and body language of everybody that's talking well, like that's another I think that's a theme of the movie is that because the yeah, plays yeah. are multilingual all the actors speak a different language. Um, and then even on, there's like a projected screen where there's like even English for everything. And like, mm-hmm. like every time somebody speaks like a different language is put below it to kind of translate it. And I think that it's super creative, um, but also mm-hmm. super complex. Um, and uh, yeah, there's something going on with that, um, with these different kinds of people. Um, or these different kinds of languages coming together, but they're all able to communicate um, like seamlessly through it, like through this medium of this play, Uncle Vanya, um, mm. which is uh, like Russian, I believe. Mm. Uh, Chekhov's Uncle Vanya. The um, uh, I wanted to say about the you mentioned the um, when they were doing the line readings where the USK was try to seemingly pull emotion out of thing. I didn't take it as that because um there were, he mentioned briefly about uh when they were first learning their lines originally because everyone's a different language they were just wanted to get the pacing down and that's why he didn't want emotion. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I uh, yeah, I know, um, but it's like that was like the theme of like kind of like a a theme a little bit like uh, the way that everyone's communicating and like mm-hmm. especially use case communicating it's just like it's just the text yeah it's just the it's script yeah. almost like just the script um you know like it doesn't tell anybody any reason why or anything he's so minimal and just what he had in his explanation yeah it's the like direction is minimal yeah um because it's like I, obviously because it's a play that he's been doing and has been doing so much when his wife was still alive and stuff and now he's doing it again and then the added stuff of the dude who cucked you being there and then you cast him as the lead at first i thought he was cast him as lead because there was going to be some shit going down but it, it it's just i don't I, it's it's just complex. well like it's the, there's something going on with casting him as the part that he usually plays and he's the character significantly older than him and it's the guy mm-hmm. that you know your wife was fucking before when she died um yeah 
Then you find out why he's going for the play because he got fired from drop from his agencies for uh, being hooking up with an underage girl. You find out at the end, uh, which that's a whole nother thing for everything else in there. I feel like um, it's it just it's interesting. The dynamic between the two is so weird. I, I like uh, I feel like I'm liking the movie more because we're talking about it, but experiencing it, experiencing it was a little was just like. It was so slow and dry and just like very fatiguing by that point. Like I really liked the beginning and I re- and I liked the end, but by the time the end, like the end was cool the way they did it. The final play we see, like where there's this long moment of silence, but we haven't fucking gave her her, her flowers. But Lee Yuna, who is the um, the actress who with who does Korean sign language, um, she's awesome. Um, really, really good. In the lo- final scene, she kind of does this little monologue um, in the in the play, um, and uh, there's like silence for like I want to say something like a minute straight or something like that because it's just her signing, and you kind of don't even notice that there's nothing. Like everything is, you could hear a pin drop, um, and uh, I thought that was really, really cool. Um, so, what did you think about? the relationship we haven't really talked about um we talked a lot about yusuke but we haven't talked hardly in a, a, a anything about the chauffeur um the character misaki watari watari i mean um and she is she, she's also really detached and quiet um and she but she's very professional um and they kind of bond over time with just you know revealing little things about themselves as time goes on. She's experiencing a lot of him through hearing his dead wife and hearing the way they talk. And then um, obviously by the end of it, she's hearing really, really personal shit between um, Koji and Yusuke. Uh, But yeah, what do you think about that? Because like the movie with the synopsis, like mentions the relationship that they develop uh, which I, I was expecting it to be more of a focal point of the movie, but it's kind of in the background and it kind of just comes together at the end and it makes sense. Yeah. And I like kind of like that, but it, the the character um, uh, of Wa- Mis- uh, Misaki Watari uh, is pretty uh, thin, I would say. Uh, we just get her, ba- her little backstory and then we go see her home village and it's very emotional knowing what we know. Um, that yeah. she that she her mom died uh, buried in this house a uh, collapsed house, um, but yeah, what did you think about all that? I initially from the ending I was a little disappointed. Uh, I think it's just because I didn't know where it was going, and you really don't know like as you were saying uh, much about uh, Watery and, until like the last half hours when they start actually like digging into each other and and actually learning about we learn about her and then it it. It uh, and then it just turns into just being about like those two connecting on the losses that they that they think they could have prevented, and then kind of like getting trying to get each other to forgive themselves for it to like move on. Uh, and I I just I feel like I didn't ha- there wasn't enough time and building on that for me for it to hit enough strongly at the very end. Like for for use case stuff, it hits because you've been with him the entire way, but not so much with her. But um, but I do get their bonding at the end because they've spent some they've spent what, I think two three months but um, in the residency like uh, every day together. Um, I didn't like just, feel anything from it, but like I got it and appreciated it. It was more so what it was like. I there was no plan I was gonna like ever 
cry or anything during this movie because it's just so detached. Uh, but there was this yeah. movie where they, like, both, like I said, by the time the movie is so long that by the time they were both breaking, de- like, letting down and like hugging and like emoting a little bit, um, yeah. that it was just like I was already like, all right, we're finally here. It's almost over. Yeah, I was, I was checked out. I, honestly, uh, I, I was checked uh, out, and I, I just couldn't to, appreciate I, it. I did not I specifically, and I feel terrible. I had to rewatch that scene because I, I stopped paying attention and didn't realize I wasn't like, I, I looked at my phone to see what the time was and then got sucked in because I did. You I, didn't I, want to watch the movie. So long at this point. Yeah. So yes. And, um, and the, the, the ending doesn't pay off for how much that you sit. There's so much good about this to get to the end, but I feel like the end didn't pay off enough for me with what it built getting. Uh, I'm mean, like, I, I think it wasn't about the payoff. I, I think once you get to the end and you realize that it wasn't about the end, that it was kind of just about this journey uh, a little bit. Um, like, you know, the, it's a road yeah. movie uh, and it's about the journey, I think more than the, the, than the finish, mm-hmm. but it was, you know, the characters understanding that you kind of got to let go and move on. Um, you got to live, keep living your life. You can't uh, live your life thinking about the people that have already died, or you're just, you know, weighing. You're you're diminishing the life that you have left. Um, and you know, ultimately, the 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 driver. They, I think it's the movie implies that they are, you know, they they have a develop a romantic relationship uh, because she's driving with a dog in the car and um, looks like they're in Korea or something like that. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, uh, wait, I, guess, wait, I, this, I didn't get I didn't get that from that. That Yusuke and her are not are in a romantic relationship. That's what I thought. At least she's still driving oh, for him I, at the very least. But me and Riss thought that they were in a uh, relationship then. Oh, I took it as he gave her the car, and she's doing her own thing now. Oh, yeah, and like hey, she has her own life because she was the only one to appreciate the car the way he did. Learned all the oh, that makes so much more I, sense. Oh my god, I so I, yeah, I took it as the. I actually like that better. I think that's I think I, that yeah, makes, I like that a lot. I th- I like that a lot. I like that better. Um, all right, well that's cool. That's cool. I think that this is this is a movie that is not for everybody. Obviously, there's people uh, that like it. Film heads like it. Um, but as much as we are, you know, like to think we are or trying to be, this did not hit really. It, it hit in 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 so many ways, but not in in terms of entertainment or enjoyment. Um, for me, yeah, yeah th- this is something I would say for the most for the most part. This is something I think everyone should watch once. But it's beyond, you know, it's not something I'm gonna say is like is a must watch, own, whatever. Like, but I think it's just for culturally uh, taking in something new. Uh, and this being different than the the usual slow burns that we watch. Uh, you know, when we get a lot of a twenty four slow burns and stuff, and this feels a lot more. Uh, slightly more unique than that stuff, uh, especially with how much silence there is in this movie and how much it just makes you sit in the room in the silence with the people with the noises, which I like. I would say this is I was more immersed in this movie than I've been in, in the last like while last lot of movies we because of all that. Um, yes but then i was immersed until i wasn't anymore you know until i was checking yeah, out uh, and then i was like they, so they started driving to the to uh watery's uh mom's old place then that, that's when I, which is a terrible time to check out yeah that's but. an important fucking part but it was like that's like i'm so fatigued by all the theater stuff mm-hmm. and then the long long drives um but yeah I don't know what. How do you score a thing like this? Is what I want to know. 
I I came out of it originally like four and a half because like I everything it does I appreciate so much and I four and a I, half I, after hate hold, hold on hold on hold on I, I mean I don't I, even I'm not even fighting with you because I think that a lot of people were scoring at that but I just like for how much how mm. negative you were about it I'm surprised the uh well yeah I was gonna say when I first got out of the movie that's how I felt because I, I appreciated a lot of the, what it was doing. I really was immersed. I really liked a lot of it, uh, or, or almost all of it. It, but it, after talking it on here and letting sitting with it for a couple of days, it's just been, uh, cause I watched this first out of all these movies this week. And, uh, I feel like I no, could sorry, see I myself thinking about it, but I also could see myself just not thinking about it again. Like it's been stuck in my head since I've watched it, but a- after talking about it, and, and and having a couple of days of stew, I definitely, I I I feel like the ending falls flat and the, and it's too long to really. I don't be a I don't know. Could be a I don't think the ending is bad. I think it's that it's so long. I'm already out of it by the time it gets there. I don't think it's the ending. That's why I feel like it, that's why I think it falls flat is because of that. Like you don't like if that would have showed up a half hour earlier, I would probably I, I might feel a lot more. Uh, and like the length is what develops some of this like feeling you know like like i mean like in these scenes the impactfulness of that creepy Mm -hmm. long car ride with koji right before he gets arrested um like that was cool um Mm -hmm. but yeah like i love that because it's it was it felt new it felt unique and if i loved you're immersed you're just you're you're stuck in that and in that uncomfortable car ride talking with two guys talking about uh, their sexual relations and stories told during those sexual relations for that guy's wife. And it's just like, I'm, I'm just wait. It's like, you're sitting there waiting for the tea, you know? Uh, uh, well, all it, right. Uh, well, what are you scoring it? I think I'm going to give it a four, which I know sounds wild because I get a uh, four and a half, but it, King Richard, I was, uh, had a way more satisfying, uh, I got. See, that's what I mean. Like, thing. I got more enjoyment out of King Richard than this, but I, I, I recognize that this is a much better film, and it's like, yes, it's hard to reconcile that. I got much more entertainment and enjoyment out of Coda and King Richard than this, but I think the this is a better film. So, like, I am torn again between three and a half and four. Like, I like all of these movies. I think I'm gonna do a four, but I feel like that I'm all. I feel like I'm being. I'm subconsciously and just pressured because everyone loves this movie so much that I'm mm. just gonna give it a four because that's a good score. But did I really think it's a four? I don't really know. I think I'll have to sit with it, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's everyone except for your movie sucks loves this movie. Um, uh, yeah, and I mean, I get, I get the love for it, and and. Uh... I but I don't think this is I don't think I don't know if this is the best movie of last year. I don't know. But if it's not better movie. than Power of the Dog, and I think I, I don't think so either. And I, at the very least, I liked Nightmare Alley, and yeah, Power of the Dog and Nightmare Alley are my two. So let's. I think this is the segue now. I have my Letterbox Oscar Best Picture ranking up. Um, but um, what? How would you rank? The best picture. So let me give you the list again if it's not in front of you. Make sure you pull it up, though. Um, Power of the Dog, Nightmare. This is, I'll just tell you what my order is. Number one, Power of the Dog. Number two, Nightmare Alley. Number three, Dune. Number four, really? That high? Wow. Drive My Car. 
Number five, Coda. What? Number six, Belfast. Number seven, Licorice Pizza. Number eight, King Richard. Number nine, West Side Story. And number 10, Don't Look Up. That's my order. I'm not married to it just yet, but this is my tentative order at the moment. I definitely am not having that. We have the same number one for sure. I think Beyond that's the that, easiest. I think the easiest one, the the two easiest is the the top and the bottom, which is power of the dog yeah. and don't look up. But the Agreed. middle, um, I can maybe see him putting drive my car, but like I like Dune better than drive my car as far as a movie. I, I think Dune. I think Drive My Car is a better film than Dune. I do too, like a, but I think I l- like Dune. I didn't better. think I don't. And this is gonna, this is a hot take. I didn't think I think Dune is a better movie than Don't Look Up, and I, mean, I don't think Don't Look Up should be nominated for Best Picture. But I also didn't think Dune was better than any of the movies on this list. Um, oh, like uh, what? West, West Side Story. Well, hold on, let me what? correct. West Side Story, I think it's better than as well. But I saw as far not, as a, it, as an action sci-fi movie, it's half a movie. It's well, half yeah, a movie. I, but yeah, it's hard to judge it. That I don't think Dune should be nominated because it's no, half a not movie. at all. I think, exactly, but yeah. it was good. I liked it, and I'm that's. But it, it, it's way it's done. A movie that's, it, yeah. So I was gonna say it's a movie that will only that that will be as good as its sequel makes it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't because it's not. I don't think it stands uh, enough on its own to be a great like a best picture movie because it needs the other half of the story. Uh, yeah, I mean that's true, but I definitely like. I think that it's nailed Dune so well um, that I and I have faith as long as they that this if the second half is on the level of this, then I will like it. You know, I'm not worried about I'm not worried about that. I and I was super entertained with Dune, and I want more from Dune. Um, it's not it's not a New Hope or anything. Um, yeah. All right, fine. I'll bump Dune down one, but that's it, dog. That is it. <laughs> it's not going below. Uh, it's not going under Coda and Belfast. So, uh, sorry. So let me just refresh you. Power of the Dog one, Nightmare Alley two, Drive My Car three. Do we agree on that or or no? I, I, no, I mean it's it's subjective. It's whatever you want. But I no, mean, but I'm, I want to know. I, I just want to know. I just want to know. I think my number one. This is why you need to sure already have a letterbox instead of. Back in I don't think Night uh, Nightmare Alley. I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't into nearly as much as. Really, I thought you. We. Like I thought we two. both really liked. I love. I loved it, but I. I don't think I liked it more than. Uh, um, drive my car. Oh uh, no! Yeah, I'm not putting. The, you got me to bump it up one. I'm not bumping it up that that high. No, no, no. You like I said, it's a subjective. Well, you're, I know, but we have to come team. to a consensus as a podcast. I would like to. Um, that is a thing that that people yeah. do. Yeah. Hmm. I I'm gonna say my 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 ranking would be Power of the Dog number one. Um, I would probably say, uh, honestly, I'd probably say Drive My Car two. Um. Wow. Um, Come oh, man, and then not, I guess yeah, Nightmare Alley. Now, well, I thought we were doing it next week. Uh, oh, that yeah, we're gonna pick we, some predictions, but we can we can figure that out. But but at least want to have them ranked since we've now seen them all. Yeah, I man, night, I'm torn because like hmm, three is either gonna go to Nightmare Alley or 
King Richard, I feel like, or, or even King I Richard. I like King Richard so, so much. I was into that movie. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Power of the Dog, Nightmare Alley, King Richard. Um, uh, uh, yeah, this is or, Buck or, Wild. Or my, King yeah, Richard sorry, that sorry, high is Buck Wild. Sorry. Uh, drive my car two, then Nightmare Alley three, King Richard four. Um, you like King Richard I, better I, than Coda, Belfast, Licorice Pizza? E- yes. Licorice uh, Pizza, I still have things I'm uncomfortable with that that keep me from liking it more. That's weird. Uh, no. That's strange. What do you mean, like socially or 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 just like the like uh, like the guys we talked about when we watched it at the time? The uh, oh, okay. Um, the whole it sounded like you yeah, like it just it makes me feel uncomfortable. The movie makes me feel uncomfortable. I mean, I think it's weird that the, it 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 the ending almost makes it feel like it's a uh, it's giving the okay to that kind of relationship thing, but but the ending itself I just thought was not great. Um, and it's a funny movie, I, but I it's know, not like uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel like King Richard is the most basic movie. Ever. I will say that that is true of this list. The King Richard is probably the most basic of all of these. And some of the best performances, though. Really? I mean, no, like, he has good ones. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. And I would say that it's Will Smith is deserves to be to be up there. But um, yeah. I mean, I don't know who would be better. Um, like, Kieran like, Hines in like, Belfast is really good. Um, I uh, think Alana Haim is really good in Licorice Pizza. Regardless of what yeah, you feel about really the movie, good. she's fucking awesome. She's yeah. Uh, Coda, the 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 dad is really good, and the daughter is really good. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the, the acting's not the issue with King Richard. It's the 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 constraints of the media of the genre that it's in, and and how I think it falls to that a little bit. Coda, honestly, I Coda and Belfast, I could swap in and out. I, you talk to me one time, I'd put Coda above it. Talk to me another time, I put Belfast above it. Um, yeah, I, I think I like I I like Coda. I think I I think I like the cinematography of Belfast so much more than Coda. Yeah, but Coda was a lot more feel goody than Belfast was trying to be. Well, um, feel good just shouldn't be, uh, you know, uh, look, a, a for, bonus the, uh, It's just do you like no, it better? No, no, like, I I like how it did that better. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, because especially because they like with um. Like pizza, like the ending of Belfast, kind of like it, it falls apart, uh, and it, it's very good up until that point. But I think Coda is strong through and through, knowing what it is doing. Um, yeah, don't look up is terrible. Uh, I think West Side Story is my second to bottom. That's that's I, the I, e- I think that's the easiest one to put second to bottom. Yeah. Um, and then third was probably be Belf. Third from bottom would probably be Belfast. I'm, I think that's fine. I think that's fine. I could then, see. I uh, yeah. I uh, I think King Richard is could be in my middle of the pack. I honestly don't know why I have Licorice Pizza ahead of it. I feel like, but I feel like King Richard, Coda, Belfast, and Licorice Pizza are all in the same tier to me. Like it's like anyone could reorder them. However. Which is maybe why it makes yeah. sense that you've had a, a King Richard as high as it is, but it's I'm not putting King Richard above Dune because I just like that movie better objectively, even if visually even if it's I love finished. 
Um, yeah, it's, I just like that, that uh, better than all these other movies. Um, mm. but like, I guess that's the same argument someone that likes Marvel would say why they'd like that over a over an artsy film. But um, my top dogs are still my top dogs. Dune don't beat the top dogs, <laughs> regardless yeah. of my bias. Um, but all right, yeah. All right. I, I, I think I'll feel a lot different about Dune once the sequel comes out. But I was, I, as of now, it stands currently to this day. I like the Lynch version. I, I have more enjoyment watching. Oh the Lynch my god! Version. Stop! Stop! Just stop. I, I do. I don't know why. It's a, it's a not a good made. It's not good because of of the second half. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. If you compare the first half to this first half, and you like that better, then I get that. But as a whole movie. Uh, it's all right, but all right, fuck. We'll go listen to our Dune episode and hear us say the same shit. <laughs> um, all right, I'm done. Make sure you follow us, Best, Best Boys Film Pod, and all the things. I'm at Slob Thomas. He's at Corey with a story with a K. And uh, we'll be back next week. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, leave comments, and uh, help us out. And so next week, I guess we're going to do at least we'll at least do a bonus or a brief episode about the um, the our Oscar picks and predictions. And then I think I want to do Kurosawa after that. I can't wait. I don't want to wait anymore. Um, I want to do Akira Kurosawa. I really want I feel like we could do two of his classics, but I've been seeing a lot of pictures and stills from his 80s stuff. And it looks so colorful and weird. So I want to pick something, maybe something, one of his classics, and then something maybe a little later. I'm uh, excited for that just because of how 80s anime is. I'm curious what the that film is like in that same time frame. Because isn't the 80s anime is like the hyper-violent? Uh, oh, it's not the same. That's not, I would not compare anime to every, every anime to every Japanese filmmaker. I already meant like era-wise, like what the... Um, like what, I mean, like his anime is especially more like a pulp thing is more than, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like he's doing big films since like the six sixties, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 You're talking to a legend. Um, yeah, but all right, well, you'll learn more about him then. Cause it sounds like you don't know much. Um, and, I don't I'm, know ex- and I'm excited <laughs> to go into it. So we will go over that next time. Best boys. Yeah.